This audio recording is produced by Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous, also known as FA. FA is a program based on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It is free and open to anyone who wants to stop eating addictively. The following is one FA member's story of recovery. The opinions expressed here are those of the individual member and do not represent FA as a whole. If you are new or uncertain about FA, we encourage you to listen to several stories and to gain an understanding of what the program offers. For information on the FA program, please visit our website, foodaddicts.org. I'm a food addict from Florida, and I will share my story of recovery from food addiction. And I'll begin by saying welcome to everyone, especially newcomers and people interested in food addiction. I'm delighted to be here. I've been in FA for a while now. I began about 15 years ago. And I came because I was just miserable. I had gotten so overweight and I felt so ashamed. I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I felt. And I was really desperate and I found FA. I'll tell you a little bit about myself and um, a little bit about my journey getting here and what happened along the way and what it's like now. When I got to FA, I was 205 pounds. I'm about five foot five, so you can tell that was that was not an ideal weight for me. But I'm a person that's also of, of extremes. And I also weighed as low as 103 pounds. So at 103 pounds with five foot five, that's not a good look for me either. So I have a serious problem with food and the way that I ate. So about 15 years ago, I had gotten, gained so much weight, gotten so overweight, was so miserable, as I mentioned, that um, I finally decided that I would do something seriously about it. I had done a little bit about it in years past and had had a little bit of success, but it never stayed. I never could stick to um, the, the weight that I was, couldn't stick to a diet. I could lose some weight, but I just couldn't stay there. And so I knew that F.A., I'd heard enough about it that I knew that that was the place for me. Although I didn't want it to be the answer, to be perfectly frank. I wanted to magically think hard and then my weight just disappear. I did not want to have to um, do a program that um, might ask me to do some things I didn't want to do. But what I found out later was this program didn't ask me to do a lot of things that I didn't want to do. What it gave me was my life back. So at 205 pounds, at five foot five, I got to this program and walked in the door and I saw a lot of smiling faces. And that was my launch into um, into the into FA. But what led up to that were many, many years of eating in ways that were not healthy and were not normal, frankly. You know, as a kid, I ate mm, somewhat normally. I'm old enough that in those days, we didn't have a lot of fast food. Fast food had hardly been invented. You know, we still ate dinner at five o'clock and there were, there were proteins and vegetables and starches on our plate. And so, and kids were also sent outside to play. We, we didn't have television inside during the day. We didn't have, obviously didn't have computers and phones. And so, 
you know, once you were done with your meal, you were sent out to play and you didn't dare come back inside or your family was going to make you do some work and some chores. So we stayed outside and ran around and played. So my body weight as a kid was very, very normal. It wasn't until I got into my teen years and uh, that physically my weight began to change. And emotionally, I began to experience all the discomfort of adolescence. And my response to that was to eat. I felt uncomfortable. Somebody said something about me or my outfit didn't look right. And the next thing you knew, I was, you know, overeating something. And it made me feel better for a few minutes. For a few minutes, you know, until I started feeling guilty and ashamed and thinking about how I looked. And, and, and so even as a teenager, this journey of feeling ashamed of how I looked, you know, was under underway. You know, I know that I am a food addict because of the way that I handle food. I didn't want to be 85 pounds overweight. I didn't want to eat bag after bag of snack foods. You know, I didn't want to experience all that shame that I experienced, you know, but I did. I just couldn't have a normal relationship with food, no matter what I tried until F.A. What I learned when I got to F.A. was there is this cycle of addiction that I was participating in. You know, I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to eat. I'd white knuckle it. I wouldn't eat. I'd stick on this diet until I couldn't stand it anymore. Life would be uncomfortable and I would end up eating some piece or pieces of addicted food and then that cycle would start all over again. It would set up that phenomenon of craving. And I just had no, no way to fight it. I have a lot of self-will, a lot of self-will power. I have a lot of abilities, but I could not fight that food. Once I started eating, once I put that stuff in my mouth, I just kept going. You know, I'd say that I was just going to eat a, a hundred uh, calorie snack bag but that would turn into two snack bags. And then it would be three snack bags. And then I would be so discouraged and I'd just say, oh, the heck with it. Just eat what you want and I'll start over again tomorrow. And then that cycle would start all again. The physiologic craving for food was oh, so in place. And then that obsession of my mind about the food was in place too. I grew into a young woman. And then I began to experiment with restricting my weight and I would not eat for three or four days. And I began to enjoy that high feeling I would get for not eating. When I, I mentioned that I was 103 pounds at one point, I remember being that weight and knowing for sure that I was still fat. That's what I thought in my head, that I was still fat. So... The only thing that changed for me during that time was that I ended up getting pregnant and that pregnancy somehow changed for me the focus with food and I began to eat again. And of course, I gained weight, white knuckling it all the way because I was so focused on, I wanted to look good, I wanted to look good. I was not terribly overweight as a young person. I probably was 5, 10, 15 at the most pounds overweight. I felt like I was 100 pounds overweight. There was so much shame involved, right? But I didn't actually weigh that much. But in my head, I sure did. 
It wasn't until I stopped drinking when I was a little bit older. And then I, the, the food just roared to the front. And whatever happened in life, my answer was food. If I was stressed out at work, I invited you to lunch. Let's go to lunch. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Let's go to lunch. You know, that was my reaction. Or I was overtired because I would stay up too late. And the only way I would be able to get myself up in the morning was to think about what was in the refrigerator that I could have for breakfast. And then I would think about what was on the way to work that I could stop and get. It was really common for me to stop on the way to work and purchase two dozen breakfast items. <laughs> and by the time I got to work, there'd be a dozen left. I would have eaten them all. Now, the people at work didn't know that I'd eaten a dozen. They thought I was fabulous. But on the way to work, I would eat, not every day, but at least once a week, I would do that, and yet still wonder why I was gaining weight. And why, when I got to work, it was so hard to walk up the stairs. I, my office was on the second floor, and I'd huff, and I'd puff. And I'd drag myself up to the second floor and hope that you didn't come to work at the same time I did. Because if you did and you were walking in with me, I didn't want you to see me huffing and puffing and struggling to get up those stairs. So I would make um, little noises like uh, laughing about something. <laughs> so that you couldn't hear me uh, puffing. Oh, I was so miserable, not just physically, but mentally. But physically I was too. My back hurt, my feet hurt. But more than anything, I was ashamed. You know, I was ashamed of how I looked. I was ashamed of how my, my life and how it wasn't very functional. And that cycle of addiction where I would put something in my mouth, it would set up that phenomenon of craving, and then I couldn't stop thinking about it. Or I couldn't stop thinking about it, I put it in my mouth, and then it set up that phenomenon of, of, of eating uncontrollably. Oh. What I know today is that I have a solution here in FA, and I'm so grateful that about 15 years ago, a friend of mine called and left a message, and he said, hey, I know about this program, and it's really working for me. Why didn't you come? And what I thought was, I ain't coming in any program, <laughs> and I ignored him. And then my husband came home one day with an FA pamphlet and he said, hey, have you ever heard of these people? He's a mental health professional. And they had done a mailing and, and to mental health professionals, and he'd gotten one of these pamphlets. And I said, oh, yeah. And I rolled my eyes and you know, sort of huffed away. But it's, it planted the seed. And uh, it took, it took a, it, I hate to admit it, but it took a couple of years before I was willing to finally go and get some help. But when I did, ugh. The relief was immediate from the very first, the very, very first. I um, I got a sponsor the first night I went to the meeting. I got somebody that would help me learn how the program worked and that would be my support and my guide. And I didn't want to get someone like that. I thought I'd just slide into the meeting and just sort of sit there quietly. But one of the members that was there said, she said, do you have a sponsor? You know, meaning, do you have someone that's going to help you with this program and teach it to you? And I wanted to lie to her so badly, but she was a very nice elderly woman <laughs> and I couldn't lie to her. So 
I said, no, I didn't have one. And she says, well, I have one for you. And she dragged me over to this lady. And, and uh, th that woman is, is still my sponsor today. And I will be forever grateful for her guidance all these, all these years. But you know, I wasn't so sure about this program. You know, my sponsor asked me to eat a few foods that I wasn't used to eating. And I was afraid that I, she wasn't going to give me enough food. I was so afraid of being hungry. I mean, absolutely terrified. And I can remember saying, uh, thinking, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm just going to die. And she reminded me, no, oh, another meal is coming. And she was so right. You know, because I would feel like this, I'm starving, I'm starving. And then lunchtime would only be 30 minutes away. And I wasn't really starving. It's just that I wasn't used to being without, you know, food in my hand all the time because I was a grazer. I got up in the morning and I began eating and I didn't stop eating till I went to bed. And there was always, there was always food. I remember that in one part of my life, my job was to write grants. And the way that I wrote a grant was I would write a paragraph and then to reward myself, I'd eat a hand of snack food. And then I'd say, you can write another paragraph, just do it. And then you can have another bit of snack food. And so I would write another paragraph. And I wrote many grants that way. <laughs> Came quite a bit of, quite a bit of weight that way too. But she suggested, you know, all kinds of things that I eat on a, on a, on a regular schedule and to, um, you know, to call her on a regular basis and to be prepared to, to talk with her about what was going on in my life. And what I didn't understand back then or in the very beginning was that it wasn't so much that I had a weight problem, that the weight was just a symptom of a, a deeper disease. It was a, I had a living life problem. And I made decisions in my life that were based on how I felt. And I made decisions in my life that was based on what you thought instead of making decisions based on what was best. And she helped me learn to do those things. And I'll tell you, I didn't come to FA to learn how to make decisions. I didn't come to how learn to manage my money. What I came was to lose weight. That's why I came here. And thankfully, I got that. That worked. That worked beautifully. And to be able to go to a program that's free, to be able to lose weight and to look good again and to get into clothes that are attractive and to feel good about myself, that was a real blessing. But the other pieces turned out to be just if not more important and so you know today i've learned a lot more about accepting myself as i am you know and to be able to do hard things and to show up without being having to eat uncontrollably over it when life's difficulties happen i i walk through them i don't always sail through them but i walk through them and i walk through them without using food I'm in the middle of remodeling a home. And if you've ever remodeled a home, you'll know that there are problems at every turn. And what I know today is I can say to myself, huh, look, there's another problem. I feel uncomfortable about it. I'm going to go do the next right thing and solve that. And then I'm going to let the results go. But none of that says I'm going to pick up a 100-calorie snack bag. None of that says I'm going to pick up a family-sized snack box and, and, and eat my way through it. None of it does. None of it says to me, let's go to the grocery store today and let's start eating healthy today and get a bunch of vegetables and put them in the vegetable bin. 
oh, and then three days, four days, five days, a week later, find them all icky and soupy in the bottom because it was a great idea, but you never could go through with it because that's what I used to do. You know, today I eat healthy. I eat regular regular meal times. I have, and I have so much energy because uh, because of the way that I eat today and the way I live my life. Women my age don't mostly do the things that I can do today. My body's so healthy that I can do all kinds of stuff. I had to crawl underneath the truck the other day to look for something with somebody else. And I can crawl under a truck and then scramble my way out. I bought a travel trailer not too long ago. I can hook up that travel trailer and take it and drag it all over the place all by myself. I can, I can get up on a roof and do what I need to do. I can use a chainsaw today. I was out chainsawing this week and there were these um, workmen looking at me like, what are you doing out there? But I can do those things today because my body is so, so healthy. There are a lot of um, 68-year-old women out there chainsawing and crawling around doing stuff these, that I know. I also learned to uh, get up get up on time and get places early. I was the woman that was sliding into work at the last minute. You know, and today I know that getting to work means being at my work desk at the appropriate hour. And it also means going home at the right time. Because while I would slide in at the last minute to work in the beginning, I would be the last one out of there and I would be overworking. When I first got into recovery and, to, and, and joined the FA program, I was working a full-time job, always 50 hours a week. I had two part-time jobs. I was on multiple boards of directors. My life was so unmanageable. Of course, my hands were going in bags and boxes all the time of, of snack food and unhealthy food because that was how I managed my life and managed overworking. So what I know today is this program of eating a, a certain way, eating healthy foods, um, beginning to help other food addicts. Those are giving me this new life that I have. My sponsor suggested that I should help other, other food addicts. And so I began to go to meetings early and talk to new people. And I began to take on jobs like being a greeter and making sure I talked to new people and shared um, the FA literature with them. And uh, she suggested that I go to one of the big FA meetings that's held in Boston. And I thought, I don't want to go to an FA convention. I got enough of these FA people. And she just suggested gently that I keep trying and just, just go and see what happened. And I, I went that first year and I connected with FA members from all over the world. And my recovery got richer and richer and richer. And during all of this growth, what happened was my personality began to, to change. You know, I went, went to a psychiatrist for um, quite a long time before FA and early in FA. So she helped me manage the depression that I suffered. And she said, when I was finished with the treatment and things were going well, and I didn't need her help anymore, and she was releasing me, she said to me that I was the most irritable, depressed person she had ever met. And I think back on that now, and I am so different today. I Again, I didn't come to FA to get a personality change, but boy, did I need it. Gosh. You know, 
things that have happened to me because of this program, I don't think could have happened any other way. I've stayed in the same body size. I've been in FA for 15 years now. It took me a little while to lose my weight, but a good 14 of those years, I've been in the same size body. I couldn't stay in the same size body for a, a weekend, much less, you know, years. What I wore on uh, Friday is not what I could fit into on Sunday night. It was always a struggle. You know, I might diet all week and feel really good on Friday night and I'd have on something cute and go out. But then I'd binge all weekend and by Monday morning, I couldn't get in my slacks from work. And what it looked like for me leaving work was I'd get down to my car and the first thing I'd do would be on button those, those slacks and I'd just take a big sigh of relief and be so glad to be able to get that jacket off and all those constricting clothes. You know, I never feel that way anymore. I never used to wear a belt because, oh, I wouldn't look good in it and it was too constricting. And today I wear belts and today I have clothes that fit. Today I have clothes. I never feel squished in my clothes. That is, oh, I'm so grateful for that. I've gotten so many good results from this program. I'm, I'm getting to work on committees with people and learn things I've never learned about. I'm working on uh, what the, the, uh, on literature, on FA literature, and I've learned a lot about the publishing process, a lot about what it, how you write literature. And, and connecting with people that are like me who struggled with the way that they ate and they found a solution and now they're using it in their day-to-day -day life to not only in, improve their life, but improve the lives of other people. One of the big things that happened to me in recovery was I ended up with gastrointestinal surgery for a, a, a cancer scare. And it meant that I couldn't eat for, I think it was four days. And then after that, I had to eat very carefully for quite a length of time. And if you would have told me I could have not eaten for four days and without it being uncomfortable, I would have told you you were crazy. You know, my regular eating schedule is, is, is very normal today. And it's important for me to eat meals and eat them in reasonable hours. But in this case, I couldn't eat. And it was okay. It was all okay. That was just fascinated me. How could that be okay? But it turned out to be fine. And I also believe that by me being a normal body size, it helped me heal in a way that I don't think might have been possible otherwise. I could get up. I could walk around. I could move myself around in the hospital bed. I could pull myself up by my arms. And I could do things that after serious major surgery, had I been 205 pounds, that would not have happened. So lots of lots of good things have come out of this program. In uh, about three years ago, I finished uh, my I wrapped up a major career, and but I wasn't ready to really retire, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do next. But I'd always had this idea that I might open. Um, an executive coaching firm for people that did the same kind of work that I did, a very specialized kind of firm. And that sounded so scary. And I thought, how am I going to do this? I thought, I couldn't possibly do this. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not good enough. And, and the people in FA reminded me that I 
am good enough and I could do it and that I should give it a try. And so for the first time, I'm doing something I've always wanted to do, you know, work for myself. And I'm getting to practice balancing my home life and my work life. You know, how does that work? And I've been able to take on another job um, with the university, a small part-time job, and be part of that, something I'd always wanted to do that too. And so all of a sudden, my life, I'm getting to do just what I'd like to do because the food is quiet. My days aren't spent thinking about where you and I are going to go to lunch this afternoon. They're not spent thinking about, I got to get to the grocery store because I got to get something special to eat. You know, I know today that other people's food isn't mine. I don't stick my hands on other people's plate and then and, and borrow food off their plate. You know, I would say to somebody, oh, that looks good. Let me have one. And before they could even answer, I would grab something off their plate. I don't do that stuff anymore. Food to me at special parties and events. I love going to parties and events. But the food there that isn't healthy for me, I just think of it as table decorations. Isn't it pretty? Isn't that nice? And my trips to the grocery store, they're so simple today. You know, I just go in and I get my stuff and I get out. Not full of fear, not stressed about it, but it's, it's easy today. I don't run from store to store to store looking for bargains and juggling coupons. I used to spend an awful lot of time cutting out coupons, which, by the way, half the time I never even used. They just trashed up my purse. So today with groceries and grocery stores, I'm efficient, but I'm not fearful. I just keep it simple. And I won't celebrate major holidays with giant major focus on food. I have nice holidays. We have nice food. I can cook a large family meal, you know. But today, I don't make it all about the food. It's about the people. You know, I learned that I can celebrate my birthday in other ways than, than all about the food. You know, I've learned to go to the beach and have a walk on the beach for my birthday or a walk in the park for my birthday or a visit to a museum. There's lots of other ways to celebrate than the food. And I would not have guessed that a few years ago. So I'm more forgiving of myself today. I give myself time off. I can take it easier today. And, you know, sometimes I take an hour or two and just goof off and I don't feel guilty about it. You know, did I come to FA to gain that ability? No, I didn't. I came to lose weight. And what, but what I got were all the tools and the strategies that helped me stay in the kind of body that I want to have, a healthy, slender body today. You know, sometimes I make my mistakes, but I've learned not to beat myself up about it. Um, and that helps me be more gentle with other people. Because if I'm harsh with you, then I walk away feeling guilty and ashamed, and then my hand wants to go in a bag or a box, and I get stressed out. I've just learned a lot about cutting other people's slack because I'm learning to cut myself some slack. And I've also learned to say, what my preferences are. You know, today, instead of saying, I don't care, or I don't know, whatever you want, today I say, I don't care if I really mean I don't care. But what I, if I do care, I can say, gee, my preference is so-and-so. I couldn't do those things before. And so I begin to wrap up by saying that I love going to FA meetings and seeing newcomers especially begin to get what we have. I love seeing their eyes begin to sparkle again. I love, you know, when they get rid of that 
yoke of shame. That's what certainly what I came in here with a yoke of shame. It just reminds me of the gifts that this program gives us. You know, I keep coming back because I don't want to go back to 205 pounds. I want to keep getting what I get. You know, I, I, I just love this increased sense of peace and serenity that comes from stronger recovery. And I'm so grateful you all invited me to speak today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this audio recording. To hear additional recordings or to learn more about Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous, you can visit our website, foodaddicts.org.